0: All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 going on 77 I am one half of the dynamic duo the vet my name is Dwight at 517-2214 on the bird slash x join again as I am every week with the brains of the operation the young prodigy my homie young sj at sj basketball Eight. sj how are you doing today? It is very dreary here in Texas. It has rained all day, and it's been a little cool. Hopefully, things sound like they going better up that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been OK. Um, it's been warm-ish, I guess, especially for November. It's been in the 50s. It was pretty sunny all day, but now it's four forty four forty five here. So yeah, it's um getting pretty dark, which I don't like, but whatever.
0: It's, it's it's fucking 345 and it dead ass look like the sun about to go down. Like, that's how dreary it is today. I need to wash me and my wife's car, cars, but it fucking rained and then I'm going to be busy the rest of the week. So it fucked up the program. Anyway, y'all didn't want to hear about that. Um, oh, I do. Before I get started, I'm going to start on the front end. Shout out to Lions. Shit was looking a little spooky there for a minute. Shout out to my boy Rolo. We popped them boys, I think. Shit, I think we to beat them three straight years. Swept them three straight years. I don't know. And uh they got it done. I literally started drinking because this shit was getting spooky, but we up. We won. Hopefully the mask can bounce back. But uh before we get into the masks, um, we go get into like I guess a general league review. Young SJ, you had something on your chest you need to get off. Them OKC Thunder. Uh, yeah. I am gonna keep it a buck. I ain't been paying attention to them except for last night. What'd you have to get off your chest about them boys?
1: That I should have stuck with my gut and I'm so I mean granted, okay, predictions don't really matter. <laughs> like they really don't. Um, but this one stings for me just because I had been on the like on their bandwagon for like years. It's been years now. Um I've just ever since they got marked they know they have played enjoyable basketball to me. Now, they were pretty untalented in the last few years. Um, You know, you could see the framework of what they were trying to do, but they didn't have the talent to like execute. Um, But if everyone was like, everyone who was paying attention to the Thunder over the last three years saw this all building. And this year, last year, I kept saying, oh, they're gonna be a top, I think I said three seed. Like I was really, really high on them. Kept saying they're gonna be a top three seed come next season. Then, when it was time to make my predictions, I kind of hedged a bit and I did not follow my gut just because I was like, okay, they're so pretty young. Like, this is a team relying on rookies. Second, like, two rookies are in, like, legit in their rotation. And Chet granted, yes, Chet missed the year, blah, blah, blah. But still, he's a rookie. This is his, his first, you know, real NBA action case and wallace he's playing like 20 minutes a game you know in their rotation they're relying on second year players you know j-dub third year like the, these are young players i think they're the second youngest team in the league so i was like okay with that you know and then composition of the west maybe you know they are gonna be competitive definitely that's not a question but you know maybe they don't get your get there you know what i'm saying shay might get you know if he gets hurt maybe they can't hold on whatever case may be but i definitely um underestimated how much good coaching can mitigate like all that and that's what that is like they are so well coached and the talent is just so cohesive that I mean they're surging they're they're not and four top four in the west um and it doesn't and these everything they're doing looks sustainable you know what I mean they're top 10 in offense and top 10 in defense and I don't see why that you know won't um you know be sustainable throughout the entire regular season because last year again they should not have been as good as they were defensively with like no room protection and it's not like granted I mean Ludor terrific perimeter defender Shea improved so much I would say he's a extremely like very positive um perimeter defender as well JW started off rough in his rookie year then he got better as you know the team went along or the year went along but they're small they're a small team um, especially last year, it was like how are they defending so well again coaching and then this year okay let's add a rim protector <laughs> you know what i'm saying and everything just feels so sustainable and i'm just so happy for them i know people are i mean i know they're competing with the mavs right now same record but i i love the thunder i'm sorry i i do they're they're up there with my teams bro it's it's three teams for me my mavs of course they're like the real number one um but the calves the thunder i'm sorry i like them i'm always i'm a root for them i'm going to root for them so the thunder I'm, I'm really happy for them i just wanted to shout them out because they're just playing wonderful basketball they're real hoops i just love everything about how they play their team and i think right now obviously they're a competitive team i don't think they're ready to you know really compete for you know the big chip but um they have some decisions to make like as much as like the team is great blah blah blah, they're gonna have some tough choices like sooner rather than later because i think the big elephant in the room with them is giddy (laughs) um you look at their guard rotation they got a rock solid guard rotation right now and i think Giddy, he's not needed in the sense that of course he's helping them still you know he's still a decent you know ball handler it can pass all that um can score a little bit but he's just not been great this year and then when you look at the fact that okay right now the three guys that are really separating themselves as the guys like your core are Shea, Chet, and j Dub. And, of course, Lou is still there. You just paid Lou all this money. He's the best perimeter defender. He's in the core, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not trading Lou, especially since his offensive game. He's been kind of up and down and consistent, but still, like, you're not trading Lou, door, you know what I'm saying? So he, by default, is a part of that core, too. But you're and but he's already paid. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about paying him. Your big three, and two of them, which you're very happy about, are on rookie contracts, you know. Shea's really the only one out of that that's making big money. Now you look at next... Um, off season, I believe Giddy will be up for that extension. Um, same like the rest of the twenty twenty one draft class, I believe. I think I have that right. Yeah, they're gonna be up for those extensions. At this point, granted, I don't think Giddy's command a max or something. No, but he's shown he's shown good, you know, enough to where I think he can get like a cute coin. Are you going to put the money down for that? Like I said, you got a lot of dudes on rookie contracts. You can, it won't take much out of your pockets. But to me. like, I am shopping him already. <laughs> I'm shopping him because if you're worried about, like, it, I'm shopping him only because you have people, like, on your roster already that can replace him. Like, Kason Wallace, to me, he can slide <laughs> right up, bro, and they're good. You know what I'm saying? He he can do what Giddy can do. Um, maybe to a – I would say maybe Giddy's a better passer, but Kason is is high IQ. He can make the reads. He could shoot. He could shoot way better than Giddy. He could play off Shea. I think because of that, he could play off Shea better than Giddy can. You know what I'm saying? So to me, and then you still got Minchich. I think he signed what three years or something like that. So you still got a vet guard. They got a bunch of guards. Um, I just think that they have to come to a decision sooner rather than later with him. And don't think they have time to make a decision about that. I don't think they should wait. Giddy's cool, but you have teams that you could, um like, shit, if, if, if Toronto's really willing to to make OG available and whatnot, shit. I'm saying, hey, Giddy, enjoy Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing something like that. And, like, I just think Giddy is such a prime, like, good trade chip um where you can trade him and still have that big package as well to go for, you know, another big piece if you so desire so I mean they're set up nicely but I think everyone thinking that um that they can't mess it up that it'd be so hard to mess it up I think that's a little bit um idealistic in the fact that shit this league moves so quickly and just that slight hesitancy (laughs) in thinking you have more or that um notion that naiveness thinking that you have more time than you actually do I think that's where you can mess things up so I think they should Understand what they're seeing this season, and again, not try to rush the process too much, but realize that you don't have all the time in the world, that you really don't. So, I'm excited. I'm excited for my Thunder. I'm re- I really am.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I only watch highlights of last night's game. Um, and I guess they packed them up, and I saw that shot that Chet hit, basically falling out of bounds, and I'm just like. The motherfucker doing stuff like that. It, it...
1: Bro, he's <laughs> so efficient. Sorry to cut you off, but like, yeah. he, I could, was kind of like, oh, he's kind of um bold for that prediction at the beginning of the season when he had an interview. This was before he even played a game. They were like, what are your goals? He said, I think I can be a 50-40-90 player my first year. Yeah. I said, wow, that's big balls. <laughs> Bro, he could do it. <laughs> he Like, I don't like the, the free throws might be usually that's what's the hard part, you know, getting that 90 free throw, but he's 50 40 easily easily and that's scary that's a little scary
0: what is it? because he's not 19 what is he 20
1: i think he's like 20 i think he. Yeah, he he's like 20 now. He,
0: he's still a young kid himself like Bro. He, he's gonna be hell man he's gonna be absolute hell um i think they're good i i i think they're gonna be able to keep all those dudes together for a while i do think giddy is going to be the odd man out um and I gotta be honest, even like, how good is Just Giddy really?
1: He's listen, listen. I have a I have had been on a goody train just because I feel like pre-draft he got some unfair like um criticism where they basically were treating him like he could not do anything on the basketball court. Um so when he had some success, I was happy for him. Yeah. Um but at the same time but- Shay is the guy on the team, right? He's the guy. And you want to do everything under your power to build around your guy and find pieces that fit your guy. and shea giddy, it's worked so far in like to an extent, but at the end of the day, Giddy's not the spacer you want next to Shea. as a playmaker, he's you know good, but something is holding him back in that one, the shot. the pull-ups is bad. his touch is I mean, it, it in FIBA, it seemed like it improved so much, but then starting the year, it's it's not great. You know, the rim pressure still not where you want it. Um, so it's just all those things. And then he looks better to me. Like Giddy, when he's at his best, is when he's you know has the ball and he's playing like full on point guard. But at the same time, like I said, Shea's your guy. <laughs> like as much as Shea you know, plays off the ball, plays off Giddy sometimes, all that, you, you still want it to be Shea. So I think with that being said, um, you have to, he is on. He's he's good, he's a good player. I don't want to treat him like he's garbage, he's absolute garbage. But I just think that um, the team is moving in a different direction from Giddy's strengths, if that makes sense. Like, um, yeah, if that makes sense, that's the, the only way I can put it. Like, um, the team is... Needs to start prioritizing um, things that Giddy might not be great at, which is why I think it would be best for both parties really um, to move on.
0: Yeah, or it could just be the Australians are shaky,
1: bro. They're... The Australians scary as hell, bro. They yeah. do something wrong with them, bro. Something wrong with them, all of them, every single one of them.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm... we gonna get to it later, but what the fuck, all of them, every single one, just just wasted potential and scariness just I don't know get the bag and fold anyway um what I, any other teams catch out in run the league um I will say this because I, I only pay attention to one other team other than the Mavs right now and it's the fucking Pistons and bro what the fuck I was like dude get Killian Hayes out of here oh they, boy. they finally <laughs> benched him they finally benched him we're getting Jay Ivy to start tonight, but of the of the list of players that should have been starting in that spot, I'm going to play Marcus Sasser, and I know Killian Hayes had a couple box score games, and let me be very, very, very clear. I am a Killian Hayes hater. I think he's the only player in the league. I truly... Him and Gobert. Low-key, I think, against the French. Yeah. Low-key, I just realized that. Anyway, him and Gobert are the guys I really don't rock with, and... Is, is different bro that's my dad's team that's my team kind of close from where i was born i want the pistons to be good and they have talent and monty williams just got all the money in the world so it's like they're not gonna fire the coach so he just shouldn't be playing and he kept playing with all that being said i, I do want your opinion on it because i know you've paid attention to him too what's up with Cade? is it just spacing or is he not a like, the starting next to Killian Hayes is in fucking um the Thompson twin. They can't shoot, bro. They just can't shoot. So teams are just sitting on him. But do you think it's a weakness in his game? Because he's been, I think he's shooting like 45% on catch and shoot threes, but he ain't getting a chance to really get his shit off it. Or is it something he's not doing? What is your opinion?
1: It's both. My opinion is that it's both. And with it being both, I think most of the quote-unquote blame should go to the front office because this is kind of what i've been um kind of working through thinking about um myself um in the sense that i have been hesitant with the whole idea that um the best way for a rookie to develop um especially a rookie ball handler is to just throw them out there you know give them ball and say, you know, do whatever you want for like 35 minutes a night. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what the Pistons have been doing with Cade in the sense that they are not, um, at this point, they're not interested in putting out anything competitive. Um, they're thinking about development, development, development. So they're putting him in these lineups where it's like, hey, Cade, you know, you have free reign, you have the ball, do whatever. And to me, that's not proper. You know what I'm saying? That's not a proper plan for development, in my opinion. And you put him next to, like you said, um, Killian Hayes, who's, he stinks. He stinks. Let us just be real. He stinks. Um, Asar again, rookie who he cannot.
0: Be, he might be better than Josh Green, though. I'm sorry. Okay. Keep going.
1: He is. Oh, you talking about Killian or um? Killian. Oh, Killian. I mean, we, we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's how bad it's gotten for our boy. But um asar again like you said cannot he can't shoot and i love him like listen he is what he's doing as a wing defender as a rookie is just super impressive um the rebounds like he's averaging what like a double double damn near close to it you know as a wing that's crazy um so good player but then again like i said you, you're not there's no spacing around him Um, there's no there's no talent around him, so you're telling him to go out there and do whatever. But like you said, he's shooting like 45 percent on catch and shoots. Who's out there to bend defenses to get him those looks? Nobody. And to me, you can't like that's not a proper development plan. You know what I'm saying? Like at the same time, one it's a fine line you don't want to rush the process you don't want to accelerate your timeline too quickly but at the same time you can't like no offense but you can't have him out there with bums <laughs> it's like a no it's like an eight-man rotation of bums bro. like that's crazy like of course there's a few bright spots you know rookies like Marcus Sasser you know rookie you know you got your one vet in Alec Burks who's like okay <laughs> you know what I'm saying but like he
0: shouldn't Alec Burks is- there has been a difference between them being competitive or losing games and that he's alec burke he's not that's that what, good bro that's what he's i'm saying solid. but just him that's being what solid i'm saying swings the chance they have to win
1: exactly so to me they have been and i know people kill the rockets for what the rockets did and it's working out for them but like they detroit no one's even saying they should have done exactly what the rockets did you know what i'm saying and just um spent all the money just crashed out but at the same time like i said you y'all haven't playing with bums and they put a lot on his plate thinking that i, I feel like they ate a little and here's the thing there were flashes of, there were flashes there but i think they drank too much of the Kool-Aid that oh he's a mini luca he's a baby luca and that he could handle you know what i'm saying just monster usage and um making something happen you know looking good in that environment and again that's like i said that's their mistake um of doing so like get neck as soon as shit if you could do it at a trade deadline do it but they gotta get him talent they gotta get him somebody else another creator to really um bend defenses and i guess that that was the idea with ivy but then you benched him you know what i'm saying so that's that there's no plan there there's really no plan there i feel like and i don't think um this whole like i said giving somebody the ball for 35 minutes and letting them do whatever in these janky ass lineups i don't think that's good development i just don't so it's it's hard because yes part of it is on Cade. i feel like his um rim pressure is just not where it needs to be but again it's hard to really say that when he's when you know the paint looks like a mosh pit because there's no (laughs) spacing around him you know what i'm saying so it's really hard to tease apart okay what's what's um in what situation is it that it's just Cade? you know and his skill set or is it the product of the roster so it's really hard to tease apart but i do think like i said i think it's both Cade does have things he needs to work on um like, just his – I mean, catch and shoot looks okay, but even the pull-up shooting I thought would have would be a little bit better at this point. Um, I think even with the poor spacing, find a way to get to the rim, buddy. <laughs> um, and I just think there's some things he could work on. And this is essentially like his second year, basically, with him barely even playing last year. And then even his rookie year, he dealt with injuries. So um, I just think that Detroit is, is – I don't want to say failing him because I think that's a little bit too much. But I don't think they've been putting him in in the best position at all to succeed, like just at all, like you have to give him some talent to work with, you cannot put him out there with Killian Hayes, a rookie wing to fucking beef stew at the four and then whoever they and then Marvin i mean durin's been you know out for a while so it's like marvin are you kidding me <laughs> like really and you're telling him go make this work and like i said it's not like they're trying to be competitive but you're trying like this is not development either so i think they gotta next offseason definite i mean under the trade deadline, I'm, I'm assuming there's gonna be pieces going in and out um they might be sellers but in the off season, they have to really 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 like sit down and think about what they want to do that is why i kind of wanted them to be a levine um uh kind of uh buyer in at this point but i mean with the way levine's looking like he's gonna be moved by the trade deadline i don't think i mean they could do it for the trade deadline and have it be a move that sets them up for you know the next season but i don't think levine and his camp the way how levine's moving i don't think he's moving a little nasty yeah he's moving a little weird so um i wouldn't want them to do that in that case since he's moving because that's the thing i was like oh maybe it could be like mitchell but the difference is mitchell didn't even request a trade like utah was just like okay this is it's time like let's do this run,
0: run his course
1: yeah, let's do this. So that's why it was a little different. That's why other teams felt comfortable. And by other teams, I mean the Cavs. That's why they kind of felt comfortable doing it because they were like, okay, but Levine, he's look, he looks like he's orchestrating. Like he, him and Rich Paul were matching shit at games, like LA hats. Like, he's, <laughs> you're moving a little funny. Dude. We could all see you. We see you, <laughs> you know, doing this. So, um, he has been moving a little funny. Um, and I mean, we could talk about that a little bit too since we're here. Um, and the news came out. But yeah, I don't, I thought they could have been a Levine um, buyer in that case, um, just to get themselves competitive, but um, that's not going to happen. So they just got to figure it out. But um, I mean, with Levine, since we're here uh, real quick, he, him and the Bulls have agreed to look around um to see what's gonna happen because if i'm looking at the standings right now the bulls i know they just won last i think the night before or was it last night no, i think it was the night before they won or maybe yeah. last no it was last night they, they last came night, back yeah. yeah yeah yeah. they came back they the, were losing they by 18
0: mm-hmm. 18 to 1 and people's like yeah them boys quit and they end up coming back
1: yeah, coming back and i mean they're four and five five and nine so it's not like <laughs> that win was some huge win they still stink um which is crazy because <laughs> i think we both had them top eight we thought they could have the uh, talent alone but or i had them eight i know i had them eight but i'm pretty didn't you have them high to not high but you know relatively i think i had, them,
0: think? I think I had them eight or nine hey yeah that's
1: what i'm saying yeah so we they've been not performing to that standard. i mean the big three The big three sucks I've, i saw a stat and here's the thing if i was aware of this stat um if i was paying attention to this that i definitely would not have um put them at eight but apparently they don't have a positive net rating over the last three years the big three no, I and mean, they're on the no, it's like no, negative
0: not not without uh lonzo, lonzo. yeah 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 so lonzo, if, if, it was good but without lonzo yeah. that shit was made
1: yeah, so I, I didn't realize that until I saw, that, like, this year. I, I saw people talking about a stat. I was like, shit, I didn't realize that. Because like, I was thinking, like, okay, talent alone. Like, it's weird, but talent alone should get them. And I know last year, they were, you know, the injuries a little bit. Zach's injuries. You know, so I was like, okay, if everyone's relatively healthy, talent alone should get them at least the 8th seed. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> um, There because their team doesn't fit. And Levine... He's just—I mean, I saw—I don't know what happened, but he was like storming off the court after they won last night. Yeah. And then it, the news came out that yeah, the Bulls front office didn't like that either. Billy Donovan didn't like that. That so that looks like it's gonna be—is getting to the point where it's getting ugly because we kind of knew that Zach and Billy—they just do not miss since last season. I feel like that's been kind of a a open kind of secret that him and Billy don't get along. You know, Billy has benched him you know, to close out games, and, you know, guys with their eagles, they don't like that, especially if they're making, like, max money all that, they don't like that shit, getting benched, um, during crunch time, and he's supposed to be your quote-unquote best player, even second-best player, If you know, DeRozan overtook that, if you have to be benching your second-best player in a clutch, that's a, you know, that's gonna cause, you know, some tension, either way you slice it, so, and then at this point, it's, it's clear that the front office and everyone is choosing Billy Donovan, you know what I'm saying, so, I mean, word around the street is, you know, we've heard some, you know, inside Bulls info, um, and they don't mess with Zach Levine. They do not rock with Zach Levine in the org. Um, the front office is kind of souring on him, as we've seen. Billy Donovan and him do not get along, and the players apparently aren't, you know, aren't super thrilled. <laughs> um, let's just put it that way with him. So it's it's that's looking like it's becoming um, kind of – an inevitable kind of thing with him leaving the Bulls so I mean the teams we'll see I mean I don't think Philly will do it at this point they're just playing too well and with the cap space situation the flexibility I don't think they're going to compromise that with I feel like if they were struggling a little bit they would have done it but they're playing way too well to do that move right now um I feel like or not right now I mean we don't know what's going to happen closer to the deadline if they're going to go on a funk or something but I don't see it. I don't see Philly doing it. Um, and I i mean, the Lakers, if the Lakers keep, I mean, right now they're beating up on the bad teams, but if they kind of stay in this plane range, I could see the Lakers pulling the trigger. I can. They just so star-obsessed that, that, in L.A. That,
0: that actually feels like a good fit, too. Like, call me crazy. I, I You know, I don't want the Lakers to win or or be successful, but that feels like a good fit for both fall parties involved
1: i think it's a good okay fit but i don't know how much it pushes them to like favorites just because one of the like the glaring weaknesses with the lakers are things that levine does not really you know help with in the sense
0: that he ain't grabbing no rebounds
1: he not grabbing no rebounds he not guarding at the point of attack um and to me that's probably the biggest weakness to the point where they had to break up the backcourt that they wanted to start with because that backcourt wasn't doing anything to stop anybody um in D'Lo and Reeves and I think they could use a little bit more playmaking as well like D'Lo has been solid you know LeBron's always gonna be a good playmaker but that's really it when you look at the roster Reeves who they wanted to be? Little Reeves is a point guard. I remember all that. Run it through Reeves. He's not no goddamn point guard. Stop it, bro. He's not a point guard. Um, he can make some reads and all that, but you don't. You you've clearly seen it. They gave him more responsibility to run the offense. Now that he's on scouting reports and he's been bad. So um, like I said, everyone who's savvy with the ball, everybody's a point guard. So <laughs> I think that's um. One of the things they could use help with too, you know, a little as time more playmaking. Um, especially since Braun is not at this stage. You don't want Braun to be that ball dominant, you know what I'm saying? Like got the ball orchestrating for the entire game. You don't want that. So and then, you know, AD's not doing that shit. Um and they got nobody else. So I think some of their weaknesses Levine doesn't fix. But hey. It's still a little decent fit because when you're thinking about what they're giving up, it's not like they're giving up anybody of consequence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll give up what D'Lo, um, Rui maybe. Uh, so I, I don't think those are dudes of consequence. So, eh, we'll see what happens.
0: And I think the other aspect of it is, um, if you, if you get Zach, I think between Zach, LeBron, and, um, AD. You could play more one way players at those other two spots that can't play defense and grab. Re- you could play Jared Vanderbilt and insert limited offensive role player here. Am I crazy for thinking yeah, of that? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, yes, I
1: mean, yeah. I, I see what you're saying with that. And then that other part of it too is that, shit, they LA star for three stars because their stars are injury prone. Yeah. And yeah. I'm noticing the teams that have injury-prone stars, those are the teams that are trying to stack their rosters. You look at the Suns. You look at the Clippers. like They're the ones that are trying to stack up because they know, hey, my stars are liable to miss 20 games, so we need the help. So, yeah, but I, I, I see your point, though, of, of Levine um, making some of those um, defensive guys more um, playable. By the end of the day, they only got, like, one dude like that, though, and it's Vando. Yeah. Who else is the um all defense no offense? You know what I'm saying? Like I can't think of anybody like that. Anybody else like that on their roster?
0: Nah, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's only yeah, Vando. Yeah, yeah Vando. that's what I'm that's saying. Like, so.
0: Nah, you right about that?
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I, I, fit wise, he plays. He's gonna play off the stars well. But in terms of like their roster, I don't think he really addresses most of their like really any other weaknesses.
0: Nah, you are right. You right. Um, but talk to them. I hope they keep losing, but I don't know, man. Here, I'm, I get conflicted with that because I've hated the Lakers my whole life, but I like LeBron, except for when he played for Miami, so it's like, a part of me wants LeBron, if LeBron could somehow be successful without the Lakers being successful, I'd be happy with it, but that's not really a thing. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so happen. And it's just like, I don't know, look, and I, you know what I do ha- I do have a topic I want to discuss um, and it's more you know we joke about it I'm the old head but I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or whatnot but I'm getting to like a love of the game perspective to where I do you know the Mavs are my team and there's players I like you know I'm still gonna like Jalen Brunson but that's just, I just don't hate nobody no more like, I hated the Lakers. Like, there was a time in my sports life to where if the Mavs didn't win, I just wanted the Lakers to lose, and them bitches was like neck neck and neck. I was not a big Kobe Bryant fan. I, I know people don't like to admit that now, but I hated Kobe. I, boy, I hated Kobe. And now I just, there's no player I feel that fire in my belly to wish harm on them, except for frankly, the miles bridges of the world and you know, people that got stuff like that on their resume. I just don't feel, am I crazy? Like, I I just don't feel, and then I see online the stand aspect of it. And that's something I want to talk about because I guess we can use this as a pivot point to transition to the Mavs, but I just can't stand to where, like, my entire way I consume a sport is my love or hate of one person. And maybe I'm just old, but I can't call it. I can't do that no more. I just can't do it. I, I feel with, as it pertains to the Mavs, and I, maybe it's just Twitter, maybe it's just, but I, I can't even say Twitter. Because, you know, I got homeboys that I have known for over 20 years that fucking hate LeBron, like dead ass. Dead ass hate LeBron. Sooner, you know, old people use Facebook. Anytime LeBron messes up, anytime the Lakers lose, or any team LeBron is on, they, they go talking spicy in it. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Because you, you tapped in. You are, what's you 23 now. Is it getting worse? Is it getting better? Is this just the way it's always been? In my way, is this one paying attention?
1: Here's the thing. I think, one, this, okay, this is interesting because fandom one has always been around. Um, I'm not gonna get into the history of fandom. I can, um, definitely, I definitely can, but I'm not gonna.
0: We'll do that with another (laughs) part.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always been around, always been around, and in different forms. And one of the things that I've thought was super funny is when um people will would try to separate like sports fandom and fandom. Like it's the same thing, bro. It's just that sports fandom is like a subcategory of fandom. So when um people are like
0: wait, wait, oh. wait. I I make fun of my wife for watching certain things and being invested in like reality shows that involve mess, but I literally host a podcast and talk about NBA players mess like it's no big
1: deal (laughs) exactly exactly like exactly that's what i'm talking about so like it was like when the like the whole zion thing was going on when um people were talking about his you know baby moms all that like people spend day like the really cracking joel talking about it all that and then they'd be like oh y'all are talking about this um like megan and 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 party oh my god y'all do the same thing but just because it's an NBA player makes it okay you know what I'm saying like that's why I'm like y'all try to separate yourselves it's the same thing it's the same thing and if you're embarrassed of that oh well (laughs) like that's just how it is but to your point about um like the game like loving one player hating one player that's pretty much predicated on how you consume it I mean it's 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 a little um I think it's so nuanced and so complicated because on one hand, like, for example, with me, Dirk got me into the game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I fell in love with the game as a whole, so I could consume it, enjoy it, um, hate it, whatever, whatever, outside of Dirk, you know what I'm saying? And to me, like, I prefer it that way, but I can't say that that's the quote-unquote right way to consume it because there really is no right way to consume it um so for the people that um you know maybe Kyrie or you know LeBron or somebody got them into the game and for them it's about okay I like the game mainly because of these guys like it's a little you know you could have your opinions about it but I can't say that's the wrong way to consume it because there really is no right or wrong way um because one passion is passion and if you look at like nba twitter when it's at its you know peak quote unquote it's usually when something bad is happening to a team that everybody don't like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like when the clipper is going through their rut you know everyone um loves to come together and hate on that and stuff like that so i i think um there really is no right or wrong way to consume the sport and the whole thing is fandom whether you're a fan of basketball or a fan of one player playing the sport the common denominator is still fan and basketball you know what i'm saying so i think with that you can't really
0: now i hear you i i I totally see what you're saying um yeah i I think i'm just getting old
1: yeah but i mean at the same time i think where the problems really come in is when like i guess both sides or whatever try to um use how they see the game and try to impede on the other you know what i'm saying so y'all just gotta be separate at that point you know what i'm saying when the stands come and try to um argue and try to do this or when the you know basketball fans come and try to get the stance to seat their way like that's when the problem lies you gotta just understand y'all are under one umbrella <laughs> you know what i'm saying at the end of the day you're still under one umbrella so even though y'all are different like there's definitely a, a huge differences um that cause huge distinctions it's still under one umbrella so um i wouldn't feel okay saying there's a right or wrong way to consume the sport um especially if at the end of the day we're all watching the same sport like if you watch a billion teams versus somebody who really watches one team of their favorite like at the end of the day y'all are all watching basketball because you like something about it whether that's a player or it's the actual sport itself see what i'm saying so like i'm kind of like um i because me personally i don't like the 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 player stands that Get annoying, <laughs> like the like I said, the ones that try to um, impede on what I'm doing and just get all annoying. That is what I don't like. But I got into the sport by way of a single player, so I can never kind of um you know shit on people who get like you know like one player or whatever the case may be. So yeah, that's how I see it.
0: I got to. I think it was just it was a little bit of the Kyrie stance with the we ain't using them right. Even when we were, shit, still do, damn near have the best record in the NBA. And then when Luca and I guess I will actually, for real this time, use this as a pivot to talk about the last week in Mavs when Luca. I think it's the worst game I've ever seen him play in the NBA. I mean, he truly didn't care. And they're like, no one else gets to have, no one gets to have a bad game. Motherfuckers went to, saw that, saw the best player. Motherfucker may be, have, has been the best player in the NBA this year. Basically not show up and use that as motivation to go look up other bad games, other play good players had. It's just like, hey man, he played like shit. It's okay to say he played like shit. Just leave it at that. It's okay to let people vent. Y'all vent when fucking Tim Hardaway Jr. misses three in a row, and I do too. Y'all vent about everybody else on the roster. Why can't nobody vent about Luca? Why, why, why? That shit bothers me so much. Man, it drives me insane
1: yeah i mean it drives me crazy and i said it too because and the funny thing is i wasn't at first like i i, I turned that game off so quick so like i didn't t- tune back into halftime like i didn't i didn't watch so i was like you know what i saw at the end of the game how it, it was pretty much um like when naji hit that buzzer beater for the i stopped watching because i'm like <laughs> you know what i knew how the game was gonna go so i wasn't in the space to really be complaining, like Luca played play like shit i wasn't gonna you know sit down and complain um but i started to chime in when like you said people were like oh just look at this and people acting like you can't say nothing i'm like y'all are so like big hypocrites bro and i can't stand that and that's what i'm that's kind of what i was just talking about like i'm like y'all want to control how other people how people express their fandom and like who are you like like you just said they complain od if somebody tim josh like we killing josh like if tim tim who's been great tim was great the whole year the whole year. it's not like he started shaking and then tim was great the whole year but if t- some of his like little bad games early on like he had maybe like one bad game early and everybody was ready to talk about oh yeah Jaden needs to replace him this, 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 oh, this, you, know
0: you reminded me of a time we won't get to i'm sorry yeah but everybody
1: yeah, but everybody can, you know, complain. But when it's up to Luke and it's like, damn, he had such a shitty game, Baba. It's like, oh, y'all are y'all are in grief about, Baba. Like, come on. Y'all are, it was a random game on a two. I saw that a lot. Y'all are upset over a random game. And no, Bro, y'all were celebrating like we won the chip when we blew them dudes out just the game before. Now it's just a random game. Like, I get if that's your bit, but stop acting like you're making some point you know what i'm saying nah, nah. like you trying the, to make some point bro
0: the engagement whores don't bother me i actually i love a good bit but it's people really being their feelings about that shit like truly and I, I can't say never mind um
1: but yeah i mean t- yeah. my my whole thing is that people let people feel how they and see people have moved on since that was my whole point i'm like people are gonna vent for the night and they're going to move on since then have you heard anybody talk the only listen this might no tea no shade but there has been since then there has been one account that has been still on that and it's i'm not gonna say that count but a lot of people follow it but there's one account since then that has tried to bring it back up bring, nobody has been engaging with it so they they finally stopped um and all i'm gonna say is it was about about the courts there's been one account that continuously continuously has tried to bring it back up but like i said no one has engaged with it because no one cares <laughs> no one cares we moved on people moved on. And i'm saying we i wasn't even one that was like complaining like that i said like one thing i moved because i didn't care Is like you know what i'm saying like let people feel how they want to feel they're going to move on he played what the next game he played well everyone said okay see this is the luca we all wanted and everybody moved on so y'all as much as y'all are talking about people wasting time complaining y'all are wasting time trying to argue and push back let people feel how they feel as long as nobody's saying anything like crazy out of pocket you know what i'm saying and when i mean out of pocket no one's no one's telling him to die or anything like that you know what i'm saying like as long as nothing out of pocket is being said leave people alone bro leave people alone
0: i think everyone deserves to react however they want to during the games that's part of what makes live tweeting fun but one of my issues is like like you said with Tim we'll have a whole body of work for Tim in his Maverick career Tim for the most part during his Maverick career has been good except for like one, in a, one season where he ended up getting hurt and then like half a season last year but by and large he's been a positive but motherfuckers are ready to putt on him like he has committed a crime against basketball and to to basically punt on him for fucking dudes who literally have only played a good three weeks, and it's I can't. That's the part that I don't get. Like I don't when Tim is. I you you'll see me tweet get Tim off the court, get Luke off the court during the game because that's how I feel at the time. But like people really just just I don't know, man. They just dig in and it trips me out. But anyway. Let's go back to the games. We got our ass kicked. Um, It was an in-season tournament game. We lost to the Pelicans. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I turned it off a little after halftime. I was like, let me see if these boys have some shame and come out out of halftime and want to play. Luca immediately turned that bitch over. I was like, oh, this is what we own tonight. So I didn't really finish the game in person. I think I started playing mad. Um, The game after that, we beat the shit out of the the Washington Wizards. Like, during the time where our starters was in the game or even our non-back-of-the-bench players, that game wasn't really competitive. And then the game I really want to discuss with you is more last night's game because it's it's a little tender. I "I ain't going to hold you. I'm still pissed about that game. Bro, I am so
1: annoyed. My whole day... I've been so annoyed this entire like even like just in my personal life. I've Dug, just been so salty.
0: Dug, the fucking Lions won a game. And that usually because the, the football teams only play once a week, so that should carry you. And I'm like, man, them fucking Mavs lost. They should not have lost that game. The and the thing is, I I'm the thing I want to do is, like I said, we all get to react in the moment, right? We all get to react in the moment it, it is what it is that's fun but i'm so mad at josh green and i don't know if it's fair to him but i'm just looking at it and i'm looking at the numbers and i know what my eyes saw i know what my eyes see when he's in the game and it's like light skin australian reggie bullock last year and people were ready to run reggie bullock, reggie bullock literally got cut cut he was traded and waived and like him and Josh Green are basically playing the same. They they the same. They just out there. They just out there make a couple open, th- open threes every once in a while. And it's crazy to me, because Josh has more talent than that. And he has made a couple passes here and there, but he's just not impactful. Um, the phrase I think of when I watch him play is, you know the phrase, you gotta play with force. Whatever that means, I feel like he does the exact opposite of that. He plays with no force whatsoever. And am I being too harsh on him? Because I'm like, bro, he's like, I'm not saying when Josh Green signed that contract, I was like, if Josh Green is just an efficient 10, 11 points, four and four every night and some solid defense, that contract is a decent value. This motherfucker ain't even doing that. He had three points last night. I think zero points the night before. If he just scored 10 points, we win the game last night. Am I crazy?
1: I've, listen, fair or not, I've been blaming a lot of things on Josh Green this year because at at some point, when you get past that third year to me, you have to start, especially if you're a a, a player that a team is, like, investing in and sees a part of the core. To me, that extension shows me, like, regardless of, oh, they just did it so they don't, no, they extended, they could have waited, they could have waited, but they said no we're gonna extend you um at least for now even if they don't have obviously they don't have him untouchable or whatever but they seem as a core piece yeah and he has not lived up to that and it's it's more than just like like you said the points and all that like the double digit point but it's even more than the points like he's not doing anything bro he's Dude, not doing he's anything he comes on the court. He stands in the corner. He might bring the ball up to immediately pass. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, he and defensively, he's he's not been good. He's not been good this year. He's just not. Like, he comes on the court, gives up a million open shots. Like, he'll show good activity here and there, but that's not enough. Good activity here and there, that's for second first-year players, maybe third-year players where you commend. Right now, I'm not moving for – good activity here and there that's not moving me that's not doing anything for me um i want to see tangible results right now before the having a framework was cool now it's start it's time to start filling in that framework and that's not been happening with him and yes the the season just started giving something. no he's not doing anything he's not despite this this
0: i I ain't saying the season has advanced and it's still 13 games in but hey man 13 games ain't and especially when you look at the way he finished last year you're starting to build a track record of ass
1: exactly exactly he was and then if we to really total it all together he had like well, a month of like really good ball and yeah. then the rest was just this the rest has been this yeah he's yeah. The, the shoot and then um one of your I mean, you had posed if it was if this his play is a product of being on scouting reports. No, it's not. I don't think it is because to me, by my eye, I don't think teams are playing him really any different. Maybe outside of um, if scouted that, the, you know, the, the jump the, the jump passes where he's turning it over more on those. Um, but other than that, the, the teams are playing him the same way. You don't guard him. And it's up to him to, to make teams pay on for that. And right now he's not making he's not making shots. And you can't even say his um like oh his role isn't considered. What is inconsistent. whats his role, blah, blah, blah? I don't like hear that shit. I don't wanna hear that, bro. Like at some point you have to ex him, bro. X him has not had a role. This whole his minutes has been up and down, spot minutes here, rotation here. And I'm not acting like he's a world beater, but he comes in the game. And he puts his mark fucking, on the game.
0: F- fucking Jaden. Jaden exactly. Jaden comes and goes, but you know, Jaden might play ten minutes, but that motherfucker gonna score like eight points. And he's gonna shoot that bitch as soon as it's there. Sometimes if it ain't there, but he's letting it go. He's playing with force. Even exactly. if he fucks up, he's fucking up his way. Josh is just out there.
1: Exactly. And at that I cannot respect you if you're out yeah. there and not doing anything, bro. He's yeah. not doing anything. And at this point, and I'm upset because I look at like a game like last night and oh, still so sick about it. We should have won. And I don't want to put it on just one person. I mean, I think overall it really came down to... um like a game where our big two combines for like 74 and we essentially shoot to piss out the ball we shouldn't lose that game but Not, again
0: everybody did their job of the big three the big actually kyrie and luca probably over tim hit an efficient fucking 17
1: and he oh. should have had more shot i feel like tim could have played to me tim could have played a little bit more too yeah. even, even with yeah. that um, and gotten a little bit more shot. But my thing is, yes, Grant missed that. Listen, Grant, those were consequential misses. Yeah. A lot of consequential, you know, Luke at them two free throws, and then Giannis going immediately consequential miss- misses. Like, I, I think Grant
0: Williams is Grant Williams. If he would have made them, he'd score like twenty some points. That's... I'm, exactly. not, trying to, I'm not, not trying. I'm not trying to shoot them bail, but josh green can't score Josh grant williams not hitting all his open threes and not scoring 23 is a different conversation than josh green having three
1: exactly and that's that's a point that i um i'm trying to make here is that we if we are supposed to have right now we have three guys that we can run offense through and that's luca Kyrie, and tim like grant yes is putting up points and stuff but we're not running offense like through grant Williams. that's not the, we're not doing that um same with like you know Exum. like i said exome comes in and he asserts himself but we're not running the offense through exome you see what i'm saying josh is supposed to be a guy not to say that he should be um, like a Luca Kyrie running pick and rolls, but we should have set place for him where it's like, okay, Josh, it's your turn. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you are gonna get us some points out there, get us a look. We can't even, we can't do that with him right now. He's not doing anything. He's supposed to be a guy like that. So in the fourth, when we're struggling a little bit, he's supposed to provide a little, you know, something more. And like you said, three points is just not cutting it. It's not cutting it. And I don't know. Somebody needs to have a talk with him. I don't know what it's gonna be, but. He's just—he's not cutting. it He's not doing anything. And my thing is at least, like, be like, like that's the thing. Even with Tim, when he was so bad, it was because he was chucking and not making anything. Right now, I cannot tell you what Josh is doing, bro. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I don't know what he's out there doing. He's just—he's missing shots, but he's not even taking them. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a to me. And I know people say it all the time, about as a joke or not, but no, dead ass, going 0 for nine is better than going 0 for three, dead ass, yeah, yeah. dead ass. <laughs> like especially in the same, like especially if we're keeping minutes constant, like if the minutes are the same, going 0 for nine is significantly better than going 0 for three.
0: It's, and it's just like. Bro, just one other person, and it, the thing is, him having ten points ain't even over indexing.
1: I'm though. saying we're not even asking for nothing, crit. Not even ten points, but nine points. If he just <laughs> keeps what he, if he just stayed the same, Stay the you same, know what I'm saying?
0: Same, and then, oh man. But on that same topic, I like. I still don't. No, I'm gonna take that back. The Josh Green that I still don't mind, like I said, if Josh Green was just 9, 10 point, what did he average, 9 point something last year. He
1: averaged like 9, yeah. He was around 9, 50, okay. 40.
0: Yeah, if he was just that, and he never took it up a level, that's a solid contract. But my boy, you doing Reggie Bullock shit, like, I'm, I am don't want to become a hater. I don't. But And now
1: with know. Reggie Bullock's defense, because as quiet as it kept, like, yes, last year he dipped, but... Josh never got to Reggie's peak defensively? No, route. he
0: didn't. No, he did not. No, he didn't. And it's like, I'm trying not to become a hater, and it's because people I know I care about are like Josh. But I think that's leaning me towards the dark side because it's like, Josh Green really only has three weeks of good play in his NBA career, and we was already And I ain't going to hold you. I asked the question myself. Is he ready to take Dorian's spot? And we could just... oh. We got to stop doing that. We do that a lot as a fan base. And even like with Jaden replacing Tim, like Tim is shooting fucking nine damn near 10 threes a game and making four out of them 10. You know how fucking hard that is to do? And just to assume Jaden can do that shit I, and take charges, I think is insane. I, I, I think it's actually crazy.
1: And even, and Quiet as it came, kept make the reads that Tim has been making. Well, like a okay, lot even in okay, last okay, night's okay, game
0: okay okay that is something Tim ain't always been doing yeah so no, that's what I'm saying right, that's what that's what right, I'm right. saying
1: like yeah. like even now now Tim's making reads like yeah. la- like last night there was one play Tim was coming off um well I forgot the initial action well I forgot the initial action I don't think he was running a pick and roll I think he maybe came off um maybe came off a couple of pin downs but he got into the paint it was wide open for him he could have taken a floater and i thought he was about to take a floater um but he kicked it to the corner um so i think grant was in the corner somebody was in the corner um, I, I
0: remember the play i remember just, that yeah somebody was in the corner didn't he, didn't he miss it
1: no the person missed the person missed yeah, but like missed okay yeah just I, I remember, that though
0: i remember that exact yeah but just that
1: yeah but just that tim in the past is not is not you know what i'm saying it's not making making well. those reads right yeah no. so Yes, your point. Like, Tim, like, no, Jaden can't just come in and replace what... Like, these are vets at the end of the day, bro. Like, they experience matters. So, even last year, with Dorian slipping, bro, and we think... us, uh, I mean, not me. Actually, I'm not going to put myself in that. As much as I believed in Joshua, you know, a lot last year, I did not believe he was ready to take Dorian's spot. And I was very vocal about that. And y'all told me to shut my ass up, so...
0: Hey, don't want to say, y'all. I just... I tweeted it. No, no, no. I'm going to say I that one, I won't it. put myself in yeah. that one.
1: But... um. But to the point, vet experience is a thing. And we can't just – and then the Grizzlies are learning that the hard way where they felt like, um, especially with Dylan Brooks um, specifically, yeah, we could just replace them with dudes we already got on the roster. And they ain't even worth a damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Half of them not even worth a damn. So sometimes I, I, that you got to trust people, body of work.
0: People got to have like a – people have like a young player fetish where it's just if a player is young, they automatically are going to get better or be progress and it's been honestly man, it's been a problem on this fan with this fan base since I've been on Twitter where we people just wanna look at new guys, which I kinda get, but Doug, I don't think Jaden Hardy is ready to beat Tim Hardy. I I think people shit on Tim and I am a Tim fan. And I'm not I don't think any serious team has Tim as a third best player or even third lead scorer. But I really think people act like Tim is some bum ass basketball player, and I don't appreciate that. Like, Tim did shit before he got to Dallas that got him a bag, and Jaden ain't even did that for a whole season yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jaden don't even have the season Tim had in Atlanta before he got the bag and went to New York, which was a ridiculous bag. But Jaden, like, you gotta have put together a whole season and not just a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? And when you start assuming dudes can be pressed into those roles, you get yourself in trouble. And I'm going to keep it real. I was totally wrong about the angel from basketball having Derek Lively. What he is doing is so fucking rare. It's just rare. He's just a reliable player as a fucking rookie, which is absurd outside of foul trouble. And I don't think the other dudes are... And I mean, but then again, Derek Lively is a fucking lottery pick, and we talking about dudes who win the second round and
1: Exactly, and it's that should be another game. piece of it. That should be another piece of it that we are talking about the 18th pick. We're talking about the 37th pick. Yeah. So, placing... Maybe we're placing unfair expectations on them. Who yeah. knows? But I don't yeah. think it's... Especially if after you got a bag in Josh's case. I don't think it's unfair to ask you to maintain 9 points per game. Yeah, you can so get, <laughs> yeah. get worse. Yeah. That's not fair. But it's unfair like, to Jaden to, to ask him to score 18 on you know... 10 attempts a game, which making yeah. four of them. That's unfair to Jaden, but Joshua, we're asking Joshua. That's not unfair.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, man, I don't got anything else to say. You think we win tonight?
1: I mean, we, I hope so, but that, oh, that Bucks L is stinging me, because I envisioned one and one this weekend, right? And I, there's a world, I saw 0 2 too, but um, I wouldn't have been upset at that 1-2 if it was like, if the Bucks game didn't go how it went last night. We it's, controlled that second half. Man. Game. That's what I'm saying. We controlled that second half. We controlled the entire second half, and you choked it away in the fourth. Yes, the refs were bad. Yes, they were. But we had uh, ample opportunities to, to close that game out. We did. We did. And we didn't. We didn't. Missed threes. Missed free throws. I mean, we couldn't guard the entire game, so that's, like, I'm not going to say, oh, we can't guard, we couldn't really guard, like, we had stretches, but that, we couldn't, they scored 130, we couldn't guard the entire game, but offensively, we had opportunities to close out the game, even without the refs, Um, and we didn't do so, so that's why it just stung, like, I, I really felt like, I mean, the game had been swinging for a while, but them missed free throws, When we missed those two, and then Giannis went right, like, immediately after, on the other end, after that lively foul, and cash two, that was really, yeah that was it that was it so it's just a tough loss i have not been up like all these other l's like the raptors l denver l's like even the pels gotten blown out like i didn't really like i did not feel like this it was just like ah the l sucks but whatever i moved on like immediately this one this one is a lingering one and then again we play again today um luca might not even play (laughs) <laughs> um he's questionable He got like what right knee soreness or whatever so my guess is that he probably won't play um just like how um they rested Kyrie that first back-to-back so if he doesn't play I mean I won't rule, rule us out if he doesn't play because I mean the game was gonna be a shootout anyway and I think um I mean no Luca is fucking tough because he's been you know pretty much great the entire um season and like I said some of these guys I'm not the only person right now that I trust and especially with Seth out the only person i really trust to scale up their scoring is is tim i mean hardy could probably do it with a little more minutes but who else do i trust I'm not saying they can't do it they can't step up but the only person i'm counting on to scale up their scoring in a luka absence is tim with uh, with I seth mean, being out let me say it, I mean, with cuz I, I think mean, seth, seth could do it but he's out
0: and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Tim been hot for so long. He's do a stinker.
1: That's what I'm saying. And I won't like, be upset. Like I Tim, be upset.
0: Tim, Tim fucking, I mean, Tim one of the best fucking four three-point shooters in the NBA. It's 13 games in. If you and if you sandwich this 13, like Tim been fucking cooking since February. And it's like, bro, he's do a stinker. And I'm not gonna be mad if you have a stinker. Because even his stinker is gonna be like four for fucking 12. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's going to shoot shots, whatever. And there's no one – he shoots shots. Like, if you really, really pay attention to the way they've been using Tim this year, like, man, I'm not going to say he's creating his own offense, but, like, he's – He is. No, that's
1: what I'm saying. We run things through him. Yeah, we run through
0: yeah. Him. Like, it's not I'm dependent upon Luca and Kyrie to throw me wide open passes. Like, he's keeping offense afloat with just his skills and. It should be appreciated more because not everybody is capable of doing that.
1: Josh, exactly. We're seeing what that—that's a thing. I just feel like this, like this, and I hate that it's playing out like that. But this—this <laughs> this is our point. This is what we've been saying. Like, um, it's not every like the things that he does is not easy. And then with Josh, why I'm so frustrated with Josh is like, you should be not to say you should be a Tim caliber player, but you should be a at this point, you should be somebody that we can rely on for more offensive contribution from yes you didn't come out of college as a um like his projection was always three and d wing yeah. but you're not even doing the three part and you're not doing the d part so what are you doing like what are you doing so you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. like um my frustration with him but yeah, it, and- but,
0: but it goes <laughs> back to And I'm not even saying that to gas us up because the Lord knows we've been wrong. The biggest thing I've been wrong about is the best thing that has happened to the map. Derek Lopley's ready to play right away. And I didn't want him. Yeah, you call
1: him was, Willie, Carly Stein. You always kind of, No, he said it. No, you're right. He said it, but you were, you were, um, you saw it as a red flag that he said I
0: saw it as a red flag, and he, he, I love him so much. He makes this shit not that bad for me. I'm not gonna lie. There's nothing they can do as long as he's out there and Luca's out there. It's like we got a future, right? But like we did this. You remember last year? Jalen Brunson only averaged 17 points a game. He'll be easy to replace. It's like, hey y'all, when motherfuckers have like a whole year of production, we gotta just stop assuming. We just gotta stop. We we when dudes just have shown flashes, it don't work like that all the time. And you know, I I hang to lie, I bought into that Josh hype. He looked so good that fucking first game after the Kyrie trade in Utah. I just, where has that human being go? Where is he at? Where is he at? Like, can they just show that to him and film and say, hey, you remember that? Because the thing is, I don't think Jayden is ready to replace him right now, but Jayden thinks he is. <laughs> and that's and that's important. When it, If Jayden, I don't think it would go as great as we think it would go, but I know he has the confidence to think he is. I think Jayden probably going to hoop tonight, right? it's just seen comparing Jaden and Josh, like, especially looking at that game a year ago, it's like, bro, why is he, why is he so so much more confident than you is? Like, Jaden ain't even played real well this year, but I know he's going to not, he's going to play with force. He's going to get his shit off. Even if he's turning the ball over, he's still going to be, He's just not gonna be pussy, and I hate to call a man a pussy that I don't know, but he's playing the way he's playing basketball is just pussy fire. I'm sorry, it is. It just is. That's the first thing that comes to mind when I watch it. It is. When He's scary,
1: basketball. bro. I want to write scary you know, like all over his forehead <laughs> with, with a marker because that's what he I don't know if it's just a program out of Australia if they tell you to, um, if they're telling dudes to like be afraid to make mistakes like, type shit like don't do nothing in the court. That's gonna you know, don't make mistakes on the court. So that's why they play like that. I don't know. But it's like, dude, like you have to really, really, really have a come to Jesus and figure out what am I going to contribute to this team? That's not, um, running around because that's all he's doing. Like just running around thinking that that's like. And like I said, the only thing or one of the few things he's even excelling on defensively is if somebody's trying to you know take him off the dribble on an ice so you know if he'll cut off the drive t-
0: if there's any type of fucking action,
1: action yes if there's <laughs> any action any screen he's not doing he, he might low as well key, he
0: low-key and i don't because everybody oh luca's
1: playing i'm surprised sorry that just um News just came out, Stein, too. So shout, he is playing.
0: Shout, shout him out. Shout out to him. But I was going to yeah. say, Josh even been getting back low a couple times. And it's Backdoored. Like, it's, like it's like any type of action. Any action, he just ain't with it. If the person in front of him, just, he's good at guarding the person that is in front of him dribbling, If and that's it. And he ain't even been super elite at that. But it's just, man, it's so bad. And I hate blaming him because it's not his fault. But, like, you look at guaranteed money left on a player's contract. What is he? He's four? He's third now. Yeah, he has more money left. He has money mm-hmm. going to a player on the roster. He is third now. So, it's time to raise expectations. It's, it's time. We do it for everybody else. So, the Australian got to get it too, man. I, but I, I think he's a good kid, though. I just, I don't know if he has the shame gene in him. I but
1: think he's dying, trying.
0: Man. I just think he's, I really think he's scared.
1: That's the thing. I don't think he's trying I don't think he's trying. Not like I'm watching the games. There's nothing that's jumping off my page to say. Okay, at least Josh is trying to do. He, to me, he's not to. I forget Josh is in the game. So sometimes I'm looking at lineups. I'm like, okay, who's in the game? And I get surprised when I see eight on the court I feel, <laughs> like i, feel, I get I feel, shocked
0: I feel, I feel the exact same way You yes
1: you, you don't get, know who's playing bro like
0: you kind of always have a feel for okay who we got out here
1: exactly you
0: like wait josh is in the game josh is in the
1: game <laughs> <laughs> thank you sometimes i'm like he's in the game like when did he check like you don't know he, you didn't when, when did he check, check in and you and then you go, and then you go
0: fucking check the box score you like this one <laughs> been in the game for like three minutes three minutes <laughs> like yeah he's
1: been playing for a little bit like and you don't know no like dead ass i'm not even just saying this for embellishment on the pot like dead ass like i be watching the game i'm like is that eight on the co-? like how long has he been here you don't know so that that's a problem to me at least if you're gonna stink it up at least let me know you won't stink it you know what i mean at least be loud bro <laughs> Like at least when like you said when jaden's stinking it up like shit we can see it you know what i'm saying we can see it but he has the confidence to not let that deter his game. Josh, you can't teach confidence at the end of the day. So that's what I'm concerned about. And it so ain't, it
0: ain't Jason Kidd's fault or the coach's fault or nobody else. It's, I actually really do think it might be an Australian thing.
1: <laughs> All at jokes this point, out. I mean, but then, but then
0: Dante Exum, boy, he getting that, he getting that fucking uh, Dante Exum gets to the bucket and scores two points on a dribble drive that you didn't think he had in his back every single game.
1: Oh, every game, but he's a little scary, though, on open three. Sometimes it's like, Dante, you're open. Take the three. He's not comfortable with his shot, so that kind of shows. But then the problem with Josh, he's not comfortable. At least Dante is comfortable with his, his handle enough where he can say, hey, my defender doesn't think I could take this to rack. Let me show him that I can So that's how he gets those buckets. Josh is not comfortable with anything. He's not comfortable doing anything. So <laughs> that's the problem.
0: It's like if he's like, "Shit, I've been turning over on these jump passes, so let me just get rid of it." But like, even with Dante, Dante can't. I mean, historically, he ain't been able to shoot, so I'm not gonna be mad at him for not shooting because that ain't been his bag. Josh Green is fucking. I still think 40 percent for his year. He's just, oh man. I don't like doing this to a young player. It feels so bad, but it just and it's we still what is we three and four now three i'm sorry three or four what are we nine and three now
1: no we're not in four nine um should have been 10 and three with a night at the oh bro i was ready to i had to delete some drafts in some embarrassing <laughs> ways bro i was ready to be like oh look at it it's so beautiful us being at the top of the stand and now we're still in third granted i shouldn't be too disappointed because i did not foresee us being third 13 games in but the, uh, it's just the way it ended, bro. You, used, like, losses like that sting. But, and I mean, you I got a full say, roster.
0: I gotta get this shit up. The fucking refs stunk. Let's be real quick. Oh, they
1: man. stunk so bad. It was so bad. It was a poorly officiated second half, I should say. The first half, they kind of let them play. And even in the first half, I felt like um, we got some favorable calls. But even with the favorable calls, it was like a... um. Ball out of bounds that might have been off us, but they gave it they gave it to us or like it was like calls like that. It wasn't like giving Dame three free throws in the clutch. It wasn't shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference. It was a poorly officiated second half. Yeah,
0: yeah, but hopefully we win the night because no one's gonna listen to this shit if we lose. It is yeah, li- yeah. literally a twenty five percent difference when I post this shit on the night we win versus. A night we lose, so hopefully we get it together. Um SJ I'm off. I don't go back to work till a week from Monday. Um, so you wanna get something off midweek, let me know. Keep me all right. Well, all right. Why y'all? Um Yeah man, go Mavs. Hopefully we pull it out. Thank y'all for listening. We highlight y'all next week.